0: Hello mamas. Almost everyone in their life has encountered the type of person who hates popular things. Okay, the type of person who only listens to artists on Spotify that have 200 monthly listeners. Um, They don't have TikTok installed on their phones, or frankly, any real social media, maybe like a Substack account. Um, they have never seen a Marvel movie before. They only watched like a 1920s German war movie that is in black and white and has no audio at all. These people at face value can be kind of annoying sometimes. They are very opposed to things that are generally popular to everyone. You know, very crowd-pleaser activities and movies and media. And it almost begs the question, why? And is there is there merit to this? The, the act of just hating things that are popular strictly because they are popular. Obviously, not everyone that listens to indie music, not everyone that doesn't have TikTok is like this, is like some big hater of things that are popular. But I want to dive into the things that they might be onto something about, because I'm not saying all popular things suck, but we are kind of getting to a point where popular things are becoming increasingly bad. And we'll get into all this right after this quick break. (laughs) When I was in this mindset of only liking things popular, I think it came from a place of comfort. Okay, because I used to I used to really be like this. I used to only enjoy things that were popular. I'd only listen to the top 20 on iTunes. I'd only watch like Marvel blockbuster movies like I'd be caught dead watching like a movie that came out like 20 years ago, um, or like a movie that wasn't like one of the main blockbusters playing at the theater. I couldn't do it. And I don't, I, I truly don't know, like, what it was. I think it was uh, stemming from, like, a fear of, you know, why would I waste my time watching something that isn't popular? Because things that are popular have this, like, inherent kind of quality to them that they're popular for a reason, okay? We don't just, like, let things become popular that suck for the most part, that that for the most part, there's a lot of exceptions to this, but I wouldn't want to watch something that, you know, was maybe, like, a a movie that only 100,000 people were gonna see, because I thought, well, if it's not big, if it's not popular, it's because it sucks. Same thing would go, like, I'd apply that mantra to, like, a lot of things in life. I would rather go to, like, a chain restaurant, like, a Cheesecake Factory, rather than, like, a local, um, a local restaurant or a pub or grill, because I thought, well, Cheesecake Factory has 2,000 locations, and that's for a reason. It's because they're the best. They make the best cheesecake across the nation. But, why Why would I go to this little small town restaurant that mom and pop made and they can't even expand to become a multinational corporation? And I was pretty much the complete opposite of the people that I mentioned earlier where they hate everything that's popular. I hated everything that wasn't popular. And I think this is a very common kind of mantra, okay? Most people aren't willing to just, like, watch... Like uh, a random movie at the theater you're if you if you want to see a movie you're going to want to see like one of the most popular movies even even if there's like a movie playing like something nominated for an Oscar or something that is you know high more high like critically acclaimed more high I mean when i like actually don't know English it's like more critically acclaimed, but it's like a smaller movie it has a smaller budget, okay it doesn't have the marvel c g i s most people are going to go see. The Marvel movie. And that's like a whole other conversation to talk about problems and culture with the Marvelification of movie theaters. But I've done like pretty much a 180 flip from that, which is very strange. Because the the media and the content that I consume now would make like 15-year-old me actually cringe. I would like throw up. I'd be like, why are you watching that? And I'm not saying I'm like fully in the vein of hating all things that are popular now i think there are still some things that become popular that are good and you know one of the few things that i think tiktok has brought to culture that's been good was uh finding things that probably wouldn't have a distribution system to become popular are now becoming popular like for example like uh like some indie artists that make like legitimately just good music like across the board, the quality is amazing, and it's good music and a good song, and they're good artists get to blow up whereas before the music industry was controlled by like labels and they were the gatekeepers, they could decide who would blow up. It wasn't always necessarily um like a matter of what is the best becomes popular and becomes pop music. It was whatever the record labels or management companies decided they wanted to promote and invest money and time into would be what would blow up. So with that all being said, without being said, I noticed like a change, I think when I was like 15 and I like gained self-awareness and like started like actually critically thinking about why I consume the media that I do. I think I was watching like the probably like eighth Marvel cinematic universe movie just like blindly walking in and be like give me iron man and then i was like why why am i going to watch this because a lot of like marvel movies i'd watch and like just feel nothing afterwards i'd be like well that it was like i went it was like i ate movie mcdonald's um it would it was sweet it had its comedy moments it had its sad moments it had a a post credit scene. Wow. And that I would just take that and accept that and then move along. And then I started, um, I would like go on like other social media sites. Like I'd go on like Tumblr and stuff, um, which had like a little bit more edge, not even edgy, but like I, I was being exposed to content that wasn't in the widespread mainstream culture of things like movies that, Would fly under the radar, music that would fly under the radar. And I started to realize like my irrational fear of media that isn't popular is irrational. There's no, there's, it's stupid. Obviously, you know, there's artists that suck. Sorry. There's music that sucks. There's movies that suck. But it isn't necessarily like reflective, like, it, Just because something isn't popular does not mean it's bad. And that's something that took me a long while to figure out. And as this started growing in my head, as I started realizing, like, oh, my God, like, there's stuff that isn't super mega popular. iTunes top 20 uh, uh, movie theater number one blockbuster New York Times bestseller. There's stuff that isn't that. And it's still good. And I was like, wow. And it it was almost like an avalanche of me realizing that a lot of the shit that I liked was literally just because I was like a sheep and had no personality and just filled it with whatever was popular thinking. I don't even know what like the thinking was behind it. Like, um, I guess there's like some comfort in knowing that if you consume all the most popular media, you have lots of kind of material in common with other people because everyone's heard the the most famous the most popular songs everyone's everyone's seen the most popular movies it gives you stuff to talk about you can't go up to like a random stranger and be like what did you think of the indie movie melancholia 2011 by Lars von Trier like th- maybe you can but I also realized from that that like the connections you have with people that share something that's more niche, say you both like a band that's like very, very small and you find someone that also enjoys it that is gonna be such a stronger bond than say you meet someone and you're like, "Have you seen the Avengers? Whoa, you've seen the Avengers too? That's crazy like that's <laughs> that's not as strong of a bond, so I was just finding like all these kind of like realization i was like really realizing and shit and i was like wow like i was kind of just a sheep but then i became the opposite side of the same coin i started to hate all things popular just because they were popular i fully did like the 180 flip into that i and i only really got over this recently um, realized that wow, I was literally just doing the same shit that I was doing when I was fifteen, and a lot of this is warranted. I think a lot of the media that is popular right now. Oh, Kobe's joining us. Kobe, come on. She is such an attention whore. She needs to always be in front of the camera. Um, also, she got shaved, and she looks like a rat. It's really crazy. She looks like uncooked chicken from Walmart. Um, <laughs> interrupted my train of thought. Little rat. Uh. <laughs> I basically would look at anything that was popular as, like, nasty. And I almost, like, started to expand that to, like, people that consumed popular things. I was like, ew. I I wouldn't, like, directly say it to their face. But I'd be like, "Like, you're literally only watching that because society's telling you to. (laughs) Like, not exactly like that, but, like, along those lines. I I kind of found... It was like my eye was open. I'm like, oh, these people are only watching Marvel movies because they are hypnotized by mass media and the movie industry. And they're only listening to Dua Lipa because th- they put frequencies in the music to make people addicted. Like, <laughs> I I became very disenfranchised with basically anything that was popular. And it, it that also, once again, expanded to every aspect of my life i was like well i just can't go to ralph's for groceries i have to go to whole foods and uh, and basically anytime there was any sort of thing to consume i would try and find like the smaller alternate to it which has its benefits okay i'm not saying this is like necessarily completely bad thing to do to like always try and like see your options if you want to see a movie seeing everything that's playing like taking a critical look at everything that is playing in a theater regardless of what the most popular thing is for music same thing video games like you can apply to like almost any kind of like media content food anything that you basically consume i think that's healthy but it got to a point where i would only specifically look for a smaller thing, just so I wasn't, like, in the mainstream thought sheep herd. And that, wait, wait, it, I think that was, like, a little less harmful than just blindly following things because they were popular, because I was generally exposed to a lot of, like, kind of underground movies, underground music that I really just love, like, popularity aside, they could have like 10 million monthly listeners or have two and I wouldn't care. And th- I I know this is a fact because I've listened to artists that have blown up on fucking TikTok and all of a sudden have like 10 million monthly listeners, but I've been there since day one and I was there because I knew their shit was good and then it blew up because it was popular and that was one of the few times that popularity works as like a good machine by finding things that are actually high quality and then it spreads it to the masses and other people realize, oh, this is good, high quality stuff. And so it blows up. But anyways, (laughs) I want to, um, I want to talk about why, like this, why it's so common for people who are like prone to not having personalities. That's so harsh to say, but like why people who, Are very impressionable and like prone to not have a personality tend to jump to one side or the other and why they're both bad and we'll get after the uh, get into that right after this quick break so what i was getting into earlier was like popularity used to be like a mark of quality that something was good and i think that still means that that's still the case a lot of the time you see things rise to the top of the popularity charts, whatever it is, like Spotify charts, movie charts, uh, YouTubers, food, f- recipes, whatever, what have you, because they're genuinely good. And, you know, throughout history and, like, even now, there's still so much, like, influence and interference in, like, what becomes popular for music, record labels promoting shit, for movies, Uh, literally just ha- depends on how much they spend on marketing the movie. It's okay to, like have a bit of to enjoy both like you can't you don't have to be like I only listen to underground stuff you don't have to be like I only watch Marvel movie I only watch the most I don't I I don't even have a Spotify playlist I only stream the most the top 40 playlist the viral hits 50 you don't have to do one or the other it's okay to enjoy things from both and that's what I've like landed on that's what I've arrived at at this point is realizing that it's like not <laughs> it's stupid to just have such a narrow worldview where you're so quick to cancel out anything that doesn't fit your worldview I what what has made me like so happy that I've been able to achieve is like a level of openness with media where even if it's something that I don't think I'd like I'm still I'm still into it. And this is something that like, it's, it's one of my pet peeves when people will just discount, like I'm, I really love movies. I'm a big movie lover, big film guy over here. I wouldn't say I'm like a full on film bro, but I enjoy a good movie and it kind of sucks when I'll have like a movie that I know that I really love that might've like, Come out in like the seventies or something, or it's in black and white, or things that make it like not as accessible as a movie that would come out today. Maybe it's in like a different like it's in like Croatian and has English subtitles, and then I want to I like really want to show it to someone. I want to show it to a friend because I'm like, wow, this is like an amazing film. And then I like tell them, yeah, so it's in Croatian. They're like, I don't watch movies that are subtitled, and. Things like that are, like, definitely... It's definitely not the... It's not easiest to watch a movie with subtitles, okay? You have to activate the friggin' reading part of your brain. Or black and white, it's not as visually stimulating. Or an old movie, um... Could be, like, a mixture of all those things. Or... I'm trying to think what else makes, like, old movies unappealing. Like... It's, like, not in HD. It's not, like, 4K. Like, you can, like, feel the crispness on your eyeballs. Um so it's like, it kind of upsets me when people just like discount entire types of movies because of these things. Um, but then on the other hand, I've done that in the past, but like from the other side, like when I was in my, my real, like hating popular things era, like some, like, Oh my God, fucking outer banks. I mean, I still like to this day, stand by like my opinion that it is a Horrible show. Like I actually tried to watch it, but when I first was like being forced to watch it by people, they're like, "Watch Outer Banks." I was like so against it because it was like the number one like popular thing on Netflix, and it felt like such uh such like McDonald's entertainment. And I was just like so against it at the time. And like since then, I've given it an honest shot. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's popular for a reason. Like people that I really love and care about have been like, this show's so good. And then I'm like, okay, I'll sit down and watch it. And then I watch it. And I fucking hate it still because it's bad. so. So just having an openness, I think, is the best thing you can do. Like being willing to try new things and experience them with an open mind and not like only because someone or society, or the Netflix top 10 is, like, telling you to watch it or consume it, because there is such a world, like, some of the movies that I've watched since I kind of broke away from only watching popular things are, like, actually, like, incredible pieces of film that have, like, fully shaped my worldview and, like, how I, like, interact with the world and, like, have, like, genuinely changed my life. Like, I know that's so cringe to, like, say, but some of the movies like, I've, like, (laughs) had entire, like, life decisions made about because it was, like, so impactful to me, and I don't really see that with, like, some of the popular media nowadays. Now, now, now we're going back to dogging on popular media again, but it's, like, things that are popular often, like, are not going to be, like, niche or, like, alienate viewers, their main goal is to have it appeal to as many people as popular as possible, okay? They're not taking, like, risks or making experiments, and I, that's one of, like, the biggest problems I have with things that are popular. Like, for the most part, they're not going to try out crazy new techniques, plot structures, have uh, characters that will piss people off. You see this occasionally. For example, like, in... I, this won't be a spoiler, but in the last of us, the second game, there was an insane like decision made that pissed literally everyone off, and it was an incredibly popular game, but they like made this like insanely experimental decision, and I loved it. I loved how it turned out, and I thought it was like genius, and you don't often see that, okay, like you can pretty much expect to go into like I know I'm like just really fucking dogging on Marvel today, but you can go into pretty much any Marvel movie with a list of expectations and you'll leave with almost every single one of them met. There will be cool graphics, there will be uh funny comedic moments sprinkled throughout like parmesan and a nice bowl of pasta. There will be um action and then a big action scene around like the the hour and a half mark and then there will be an after credit scene. And it's like you know exactly what to expect and that's why I freaking love movies. That is just so unexpected. And to take a a break from talking about movies, back to music. Like, you don't. What a lot of my favorite artists are like, kind of very experimental. And I, ew, I'm really like, <laughs> really sounding like the um, like the exact person that I was like dogging on earlier. But it's it's fucking true. That's true. Like, it's just, experimental music is so much more fun because it's experimenting. You don't hear experiments from mainstream artists for the most part like so like the artists that are in the top 40 are making music that they know will they know like artists sorry my brain just broke they're making music that they know listeners will love and like you could just play in a dental office and people would be like shaking their ass to, or not even shaking their ass but like just like pleasantly listening to and I think it's sad because obviously like if you start experimenting in your music, you know, you're using like, like crazy synths and um, screaming or shit like that or like switching up the la- I don't know. Like I- it's hard to describe like how experimental music sounds like you can come up with some really interesting sounding things. And for for example, like there's few exceptions to this, but like, Lil Yachty is a really good example of this because he comes from, like, almost like the SoundCloud rap world. um, Blew up, like, alongside a lot of mumble rappers and kind of comes from that area. And then just made this, like, beautiful, like, I don't even know what to call it, like, almost like rock album. And it is so experimental. It's such a departure from what he was used to do and what he was even expected to do like the last song he released before that was like the I took the walk to Poland song and then he comes out with this like fascinating like rock album and so I really just like appreciate when artists do that because like it it, and it was genuinely good obviously you can experiment and it can flop it can be like bad like that happens all the time with my YouTube channel like I'll I'll try out like a new type of content (laughs) or try something i've never like done before or like put a spin on something that's like a lot different than what people would probably expect from my videos um and sometimes it fucking flops. sometimes like it gets like half the views but i'm never like "Ah!" i mean i'm a little bit like but like i don't beat myself up up about it because like i'm glad that i tried because the only reason why i like ever i think was able to like find success on youtube is because i tried like new things out that i didn't like really see other people doing i guess this doesn't go for a lot of stuff like obviously omegle that that has been been and done done and been and been and done but like other other types of like content that i've tried out i've been pleasantly surprised like i made a 40 minute video that had like very minimal editing and I posted it like right after like the most like hyper edited video ever and it so it pleasantly surprised me it literally like is one of my biggest videos now and that blew my mind and that would that only happened because I experimented with it so like like I'm talking about the vegan teacher documentary that I easily could have like edited into what I knew was like tried and true and like had added like a billion edits and sound effects and and I'm not saying that's like inherently bad like I do enjoy like just absolutely going like psychotic with the sound effects I still really just do enjoy that and making little shit posts but trying out like this new technique where there's like very minimal editing I only used classical music I didn't use like any kind of like youtube ish music or um even like popular music or anything like that i literally just like used like classical music and it was so different from what i usually post and i it fucking worked somehow like by the grace of god um it turned out good and also like just while i was making it like before i even posted it like regardless of like the reception it got i was just like happy with how it was coming along and like how I made it because I was able to unlock like so many different kind of like creative juices in my brain um that were like itching to be used and weren't necessarily being used for like my regular videos so I think just like overall I know like this is like the conclusion I come to in so many of these like culture critique like podcast episodes that I do, but it's like just being open minded to like literally anything. Maybe not literally anything. Like I'm not saying like go freaking like, do BDSM. I mean, do that if you want. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like being open minded to things that you never thought you would like is such a beautiful thing, and. It really like kind of fucks with your head when you start liking things that, you know, you would have hated like two years ago, three years ago. It's weird. It's a weird feeling to like start like I hated indie music. Like I actually made it like part of my personality that I thought indie music was like stupid when I was in middle school. And now like I listen to so much of like kind of like alternative indie old music, all things that I would have found like so cringe and like would have sucked as a kid. So, overall, just, like, let yourself explore. Don't get too, like, locked into any one thing. And to conclude, no, not, like, all popular music is bad, but that also means that not all popular music is good. And same goes with indie music. There's a lot of fucking terrible, like, just dudes with a guitar that are like, ah i got a gay side of my girlfriend but she's a lesbian like i like a lot of indie music sucks ass but there's a lot of good stuff and there's no way to know what's good and what's bad if you don't explore so anyways let's let's wrap this episode up with uh some drama this is drama mama um if you want me to read your drama on a future episode please just comment it below on the youtube video version of this podcast Uh, if you're not subscribed come on subscribe uh youtube.com i think i actually don't know if that's url fucking don't listen to that just search drama mama on youtube um and i'll read your drama on a future episode please keep it short please keep it like three sentences okay but this comes from grayson um so i have this trio and we used to be very close like all of us would talk every night for hours we're online friends we had this thing we all bonded over until let's call her betty stopped liking it and grew out of it now I just need to accept the fact that we've all changed, but it's so hard. I still have my other friend, though. Any advice? This is, like, oh, I feel this because I had a friend group that was, like, very much, like, held together by, like, Minecraft. Like, Minecraft was, like, pretty much our glue. And we, we started to grow out of it. It wasn't necessarily, like, exactly like your story here where, like, one person stopped liking it, but we definitely felt, like our interest in it was like kind of fading like our Minecraft world was like decked the fuck out like we had everything every amenity you could think of we had a fucking transit system we had we had it all um and then when you realize like that glue is starting to dissolve y'all start like drifting apart and that's a scary thing um i i i think there's definitely there's always if you bond it over one thing y'all can find like a new thing to become friends over um, it might not be the easiest thing. It's hard to, like, get a friend group to start enjoying, like, a new thing after the thing that held you all together kind of disappears. But um, also just, like, in the future, whenever you're starting a friend group, try and, like, keep the things that you guys do, like, as diverse as possible. Like, for example, if you only know each other from school, make sure you hang out outside of school. So, like, if school disappears, like, when y'all graduate, you'll still have something to, like, bond together um just always like have things to keep keep the glue nice and sticky sorry um but i'm sorry that it it really it really does suck seeing like a friend group fall apart like that screw yo betty betty you suck ass um anyways i hope you enjoyed this episode let me know what you think about popular things if you're in the same boat as me if you've been a hater like i have in the past i'm very curious um, but thank you for listening. I'll see you next Wednesday. Take care, mamas. Love you so much. But another week. It's chill. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest-growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly 130 million dollars in institutional scholarships in 2022.